Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people who are on a really long hiatus and keep telling you we're coming back and we're really not sure if we're coming back yet, but I think we're back. <laughs> this time we came back. We're back. We're back right now. If you're listening to us, it means that we're back from hiatus today. <laughs> we'll see about next week. <laughs> I feel pretty good about next week. Yeah. yeah. We planned some content. <laughs> We have planned a lot of content. Here's the here's the deal, y'all. Um, none of you pay us to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, doing, we're doing our best. <laughs> we're doing our best. <laughs> In the meantime, there are some people who are paying us some other money to do actual things. Yeah, with our daytime hours, and then some of us are somebody's mother. <laughs> some of us just don't want to do anything. <laughs> and that's valid, too, you know? <laughs> All of our lived experiences yeah. are equal. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think we're a summer show anymore, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what life is like next year, but just, like... I think we're good for the next little bit. It's like back to school, back to podcast season. Yeah. Yeah. I think that works. Sure. (laughs) Sure. So, now that it's podcast season, (laughs) do we have like a flavored beverage? A hot beverage? Mm, What would the show be if it was a seasonal (laughs) beverage? I honestly think we might be, like, a fucking PSL. <laughs> With a shot of gin. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Disgusting. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, my God. What oh. did you even put in pumpkin oh. spice syrup to make it edible? Oh. I don't know. Edibles. Ha. They're just like, fuck you up. Ha. <laughs> God, that shit is nasty. Um, Ew. anyway. Anyway. Actually, I think talk it about like a, a caramel apple thing. No. Yeah. Ew. I think we'd be like the second, the sloppy seconds of the fall beverages. <laughs> <laughs> we'd be like the cinnamon latte. <laughs> The only thing grosser than pumpkin spice syrup is cinnamon dolce syrup. Speaking as someone who used to have to spend a lot of time touching syrup pumps, the cinnamon dolce (laughs) were consistently the nastiest motherfuckers. Ew. Yeah, you guys are welcome for that insider tip. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're done shaming you for your coffee choices. Welcome to Hey Watch with us, a show where we hate your coffee orders. <laughs> Everything you drink is fucked. God. I like some nasty um, shit, guys. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I drink a flavored latte. 
It's great. It is. So, besides coffee, we're here to chat about some <laughs> content we watched a few weeks ago. <laughs> we are here to talk about the series finale. I hope this is still right. I haven't looked at the spreadsheet. Um, yeah, it is. We're here to talk about the series finale of Jane the Virgin. This is a bind-off, guys. It's a bind-off. It's a bittersweet bind-off. We did. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is. You want to know what's wild is, so every episode, just like a little peek behind the curtain here, I line up like 25 tabs in my Google Chrome window, Mm -hmm. and most of those are like just writing about whatever we're going to talk about so that I have some like shit to refer back to so that y'all just think that I'm like well-read. And there's almost nothing about this finale. There's a lot about the season four finale mm-hmm. because that was the one with like the big plot twist. Mm-hmm. But so little about the series finale. Most of what I saw was more of like a season retrospective or like a series retrospective and not a lot about yeah. like that episode. Yeah, Which is same. Fine. And there's a lot of interviews with um, the mm-hmm. showrunner. Mm-hmm. Which is also, like, fine, but in general, like, even in my off time, I'm, like, generally not trying to refer to interviews. Yeah. Interviews are not my jam. So, before we dive into the actual series finale... Yeah. I need to register an official gripe. Oh, I'm so ready for this one. we were done so fucking dirty... So by dirty. episode 99... So filthy. Absolutely (laughs) nasty. (laughs) I've never been so offended by anything that's a lie. It was awful. I I didn't actually watch it because I I feel so angry. So betrayed. Yes, correct. So, for those who didn't watch, the CW spent a whole week talking about how it was going to be a two-hour series finale of Jane Mm -hmm. the Virgin, and they were, like, pushing that so fucking hard. So I was like, I'm gonna sit in front of the TV from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock, and I'm gonna watch two hours of this show, and I'm gonna have a lot of emotions. But I, like, made a point to be there on time. And then episode 99 started, and it was a clip show. Yup. I have no words about how angry I am. <laughs> it's nonsense. It's absolutely nonsense. Like, someone needed to tell us that it was a clip show. At least. Yeah, I think that would have mitigated some of it. And I understand for them why they didn't, because no one was going to tune in from 8 to 10, or 8 to 9, yeah. sorry. Um, and they, like, really wanted... To make the best use of that whole block. Mm-hmm. But also, fuck off. I resent that. Like, there were a lot of strategic reasons why they had to do it. And, like, I yep. get it. And, I get it. you know, it, in the long run, it's probably what is best for the show. Mm-hmm. But fuck off. I, they didn't even put, like, a little bit of story in there. I didn't actually watch it. Did you say, um, that they're in between, like, the clips that there were also, like, 
out of character talking heads with the actors. Yes. So it was basically structured with talking head, like, departing the show interviews. So it was like, um, what did we call that with the dicks? Oh, um, inside the dick. Inside Uh, the dick. (laughs) Inside the episode. That's what it's actually called. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it is like HBO's inside my brain. (laughs) Inside the dick. Sure. (laughs) This episode was inside the dick. Oh, no. This is who we are now. (sighs) So it was like inside the episode, and it was all of the key actors talking about their, like, storylines and how much they loved being on the show, and the way they structured it was by, like, theme? Okay. So it was, like, representation. Oh. With a, with a title. And then sure. they would talk about representation, and they'd be like, Family. And they talk about that, and I was like, oh my god, I can't. Yeah, that's somehow worse than I thought it was. It was painful. And I was just so angry, and I was also so anxious, because I didn't... I knew what was coming, but I didn't know what was coming, and I was like, oh, I just want it to be over. Yeah. It was... I just had to sit there. Just and. I mean, I still cried, like, four times during that, but I feel like I was manipulated. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't earn the tears. No! (laughs) It was rude. Rude. Um, But but anyway, after that, we watched the actual actual finale. And you know what? (sighs) I liked it. I know you did. I liked it. Fuck off, everyone. (laughs) I liked this episode of television. I thought it was an appropriate ending to this television show. And I don't have particularly strong feelings about it in any other way, shape, or form. Wow, I'm glad we're doing a whole podcast about this. (laughs) I, like, I really, like, spent a lot of time soul-searching on this because I was like, you know, it's me. It's this show. This show is, like, a pillar of my life. Certainly, I've got to have some, some like, deep-seated emotion that I'm just sitting on here. And you know what I think happened? What? I think this show set out in this life to accomplish a thing. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it accomplished the thing. Yep. It went on a journey. It changed along the way. I changed along the way. <laughs> and we all came to a neat and tidy happy ending and here we are well some of us are happy yeah i was i was <laughs> fine with it i thought I it was, was great it was fine <laughs> we're fine everything is fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> i um didn't cry at all i think i cried three times in the episode wow i'm surprised but i don't even know Oh, I know one time I cried. I don't remember the other two. It was not about their wedding, though. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) Spoilers. Oh, yeah. 
Um, we're going to talk about the episode, so. <laughs> you know? Just, like, don't be an idiot. Common sense. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I thought that, like, the whole thing at the end with her saying, like, oh, I could make it a telenovela was, like, so fucking boring, though. Yeah, I mean, they had to. You know? I just didn't, I didn't need it. Like, I was fine with it being like, oh, Mateo is the narrator. That's more than what I ever needed. Yeah, I thought that I was I did cute. not need them to go there and get that, like, meta about it. Well, because it, like, clever, because it's, like, meta, because we just watched a telenovela. Yeah. It, so it's, like, meta. I get it. Um, but also, Kelsey, the, the other thing that makes it, like, meta is that, um, this is based on an actual telenovela, so then it's, like, a callback to that, too. I, I get it. I get yeah, it. It's, like, really, you know, like, it's, like, really tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. 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 Eh. I'm just, like, very meh about yeah. this whole season, and here... Here's what I have to say okay. about this season and okay. this show. Again, they did me so fucking dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I just feel like there was a mutual trust between me and Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Up until this season. Yeah. This and season. I, yes. See, I think they broke my trust when they killed Michael. Nope. And, nope. like, I, so, I say that, I still, even through the end of the season, I still felt like I trusted the show to to do what it felt was best for its narrative and to take me there with it. And I do feel like it did that. But there is something fundamental that happened when they killed Michael, where it, like, shattered such a deep emotional part of my soul mm -hmm. that like what I needed and wanted from the show was different henceforth. Yes. I, uh, my beef is not that they killed off Michael. My beef is not that they brought him back. Uh, my beef is the way that they brought him back. And then it, there was no purpose to it. And my beef is that the way they wrote the aftermath of Michael dying was not appropriate <laughs> for the entire rest of the show. Yes. Like, I feel like I shouldn't have had to go through that trauma. Right. If it was just going to be like, high, you know, like telenovela hijinks. Yeah, yeah. Although, I just feel... Isn't, isn't the point of it just that, like, just to prove how much she's changed over time? I don't care. Like, I felt like the point of it was, like, <laughs> as it turned out, very simple. It was just, like, she and Raphael were always supposed to be together. It was going to take, like, multiple acts of God to make that happen. And in the meantime, like, we all just really changed a lot. There's so many other ways that could have been achieved. Yes. Or they could have played his death differently. They could have played the aftermath differently. 
they didn't have to show it the way that they did. And the way that they approached that was so different in, in like how you were supposed to buy into yeah. it. And I just feel like I was taken for a ride <laughs> and I will never forgive them. I do think like they were victims of their own success in that sense. Like, I, the last season was never going to be about telling the stories that, like, bring out the real big feelings, because they needed to do that in sort of, like, the middle of the series where they still had room to deal with all of it. It's hard to come out of the emotional space that we were in for so long and then sort of feel like you're just watching a normal show. Yeah. Like, it was one, it it knew what it was, uh, what it was, and then it changed what it was. Yeah, I mean, I still feel like in the last season, it, like, knew what it was. I just, I, you know how sometimes in relationships, like, if one of you is moving or something, you'll kind of start to get a little distant because it makes saying goodbye a little easier? Yeah. I think. In a lot of ways, that's what the writing was doing to us. Like, yeah. I think the writing was starting to say goodbye to itself very early in the season because it was like, this is going to be difficult for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just never going to get over it. Yeah. I, but, like, think about all of the, like, writing that was done about, like, how well they executed that and, like, their portrayal of grief and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then just to find out that it was all, like, this hilarious game is not right to me. It's not nice. <laughs> it doesn't sit well with me. It's not nice. <laughs> no, that's not nice. That's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> and, like, just don't I don't know, just don't toy with me. Don't bring him back and then have him be Jason and, like, go to Montana and have, like, your sexy little Montana trip. I'm joking. And then have that not pan out. Like, I don't... The whole Montana segment of the season, those, like, two or three episodes, was my least favorite part of the season, hands down. Montana was exactly the same as that episode when Don and Betty go to camp. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking stupid. Get out of here. I had the same reaction, which was like, I want it to happen, but also make it stop immediately. Yeah, it's awful. Don't do it. No, thank you. <sighs> no, thank no, you. thank you. Yeah. I, you know who I think was the, this like, sleeper winner? Which I'm not the who? only one. Other people have written about this, but I thought it too is Petra. Petra won this oh, show. Oh, God. No kidding. Fucking, this, the thing that I think probably, like, kept my spirits so high this season is just everything about Petra. Everything always about they Petra. They did all the Petra stuff exactly right all the way through the whole time without fail. Yep. The Petra stuff is the good shit. That's the good mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Come for the husband feelings, stay for Petra. <laughs> and for... Um, Alba. Yeah. She had a little bit of an uneven season, though. Yeah. But it was fine. I'm always here for her. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, so little to live for anymore in this show. <laughs> <laughs> I also 
Rogelio had a really good season. I think his stuff was like Did 98% he? good. Yeah. It was all right. I just, I feel a little let down. All in all. See, I don't know that I would say that I feel let down. I just kind of feel like it's like a part of my life that got very tidily put on a shelf. You know what? It's they not even like just an anticlimactic like... feeling. It's just sort of like a, and we're done. You know? Just mm. like a neat little, little goodbye. They like did like stare directly into my soul when it first started. That was another time I cried. Because <laughs> she was like, they showed her as a child being like distraught that her show was ending. And they were like, sometimes, you know, TV shows end and it's okay. And I've literally like was given that talk many times as a child <laughs> while I was crying because TV shows were ending. <laughs> How many times did you have to be given that talk about Everwood specifically? Um... I had to give, I was too old. I had to give myself that talk. <laughs> like exactly how much time are we going to have to spend? <laughs> like reliving your Everwood trauma. <laughs> I cry the second that episode happens. Every time I watch it. It's like a faucet. Forever. <laughs> you just turn it on and turn it on. <laughs> yep. The wildest fucking episode name in the history of television. <laughs> this is the wrong podcast. <laughs> Getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I just felt like I was really being spoken to and they were just giving me the talk that I needed to have. And maybe like every TV show needs to start out with like a little disclaimer of like <laughs> every show needs to end and it's okay. It's okay. We're just going to take care of this tonight. You're going to yep. be okay. You're still going to wake I felt up and like go to I was, work tomorrow. I felt like I was really primed for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I'm glad I was like, they were able to give you that sense of inner peace. <laughs> They were. <laughs> well, I feel like you really deserve that. I I feel like I deserved it. <laughs> I might need to just like save the audio on a loop for when I need it. <laughs> oh my god. I'm fine. I'm perfectly a well adjusted adult. It's, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. It's fine. You know, we all have our things. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Um the other time I cried shocking to no one was when Michael was there and they were talking about how he said he loved Jane. Uh And that was like too much for me in that moment. I was like, I can't. (laughs) I can't be here. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing is working the way I want it to work. You know, I like had almost no feelings to the Michael thing and I sort of chalked it up to like the story had so effectively moved on from the Michael times that I had finally put my feelings away the way you're supposed to, you know, like when you're a mature what are you adult trying to say? and you deal with your issues and, and <laughs> no. then you, you're, you use your coping skills. But I think that probably more likely. <laughs> oh my God. So it's a personal attack. <laughs> my... That's not nice. Ah, 
what was just happening was like, I was just tired and I wanted the episode to get moving a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Probably that part of me is dead inside. And and so that's what was going on. I wish that he had been, like, at the wedding. Yeah, I do think he should have gone to the wedding. I think that was... I, I, they could have done that. Yeah, he could have attended. That would have been totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't like his weird girlfriend wife thing yeah i don't need any of None that of that was good for me and like i kind of thought like her like take bringing him all the way to miami just to prove to herself that he's not still in love with jane is like kind of psychotic and unhealthy and we didn't have mm-hmm. any time to unpack that nope nope it, we were just like sure this is also a romantic gesture <laughs> we were supposed to believe Gesture. that poor, sweet, innocent Michael would be okay with that type of person in his life, because I don't believe that. No, I mean, we're not, in fairness, we're not supposed to believe that poor, sweet, innocent Michael would be okay with it. Oh my god. We're supposed to don't believe that, like, com- go there right now. <laughs> busted, broken, backwoods Jason. Like, you know, he's, like, traumatized and shit. Doesn't even know who he is. So, who the fuck knows? He's like a whole other person now. This show doesn't care, obviously. (laughs) What, about, like, its characters or about you? (laughs) Both. (laughs) You just, you seem so hurt right now. (laughs) I, I feel, I have never felt more betrayed in my life from a television show, and I have seen season two of Friday Night Lights. Wow. Fighting words. I have never been more betrayed. diggity. I held out hope until the very last second that they were going to turn this fucking thing around for me in some way, and they just did not nail it. What would they have needed to do to fix it for you? I don't know that they could have, but I needed some, like, something to happen. I don't know. I needed something with Michael to come full circle in a way that it did not. Hmm. It's all hung- I'm all hung up on that. I think if he had been in the wedding, that would have been helpful, I think. Like, do you just feel like there wasn't enough closure with Michael? Yes, and I also just feel like it's not. I don't. I just don't feel like it's in her character to just leave him behind either. And even though like they showed her trying, like I don't. I I don't know. You mean like I don't think she would have just been like or something. Yeah, like I don't think it would have been cold turkey. Bye. That just seems strange to me. Yeah, I suppose. And I really wanted like a, a. Solid romantic gesture, and I didn't get it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of glad and that I think we didn't. I was like, Raphael's not good enough for her. Can we and, go there? Yeah, I mean, here, okay, here's my thing. A lot of these points are fair. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of it's fair. Like, Raph is 
still kind of an uneven dude and still kind of needs some help. And, like, some of the Michael stuff is still whatever. Um, But I also got kind of tired of the back and forth. And so after a certain Mm -hmm. point, like, realistically very early in the season, it was kind of like, I don't want to do the love triangle thing anymore. Like, if she's going to be with Raph, let's just do that. And let's just let's just go there and talk about that. And let's just have that be the thing. Fine. But let's not make him kind of a shitty asshole. Yeah. Like, make him have some better character development than he did. Yeah, I think they, like, wanted you to believe that he's worked to become a better person by a lot of telling. You know, the whole Mm. show don't Mm -hmm. tell thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they wanted, I think they just kind of, like, ran out of ways to do that. So they were just kind of like, nah, he's a better person now. Yeah. I, but I don't I know. Said this, I said this a long time ago on this podcast, but I don't think they ever figured out exactly what they wanted Raphael to be. No, they definitely didn't. I think they knew I, when they started, like, in season one, when he was still kind of, like, a playboy rich guy. Yeah. And then I don't think they ever really understood how to how to morph him into whatever else they wanted him to be. Now he's just, like, an insecure man-child. Yeah, I mean, he's less insecure than he used to be. I just... I don't... I don't know. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. I I think, I mean, like, what I said at the beginning of this season, maybe, end of last season, was, like, I would, I had expected the, the her to end up with no one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. May, I don't know if I would have preferred that, but maybe, or, like, maybe not a wedding, maybe they were just, like, kind of getting on with their lives. I kind of liked the, the brief period of time where they were gonna spontaneously elope but then yeah. that turned into a weird jealousy thing and that sucked mm-hmm. but yeah part of me felt like if they were gonna get married like just kind of spontaneously doing it and then getting on with their lives made more sense yeah for a long time i preferred the idea of her not ending up with anybody also yeah um but, you know, the more that I've read stuff from the showrunner and the more I've thought about, like, how they were trying to play with, you know, Jane's whole fantasy of fate and whatever, mm-hmm. the more I was like, fine, there's, like, an argument out there for them ending up together. And, like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, so- in a weird place. But I think I just kind of gave up and was like, fine, show. This is what you want to do. Okay. I... How about if they had ended up with her kind of, like, being independent, not being attached, Mm -hmm. doing a time jump, like, a whatever years later, Mm -hmm. and she's, like, you know, like, actually achieving all of her other goals in life, and, like, meeting up with Raph again in, like, in the future, and them, like teasing that as, like, a conclusion. Would that have been better? Having all of that be in the last episode? Yeah, but having it been, like, a time jump, so it's like she gets her own shit together first. Mm. I think I could almost see an argument for that if you take out 
the whole weird middle part of the season where, like, Raph is trying to rush the wedding because he's jealous or insecure. Yeah, see, if you take I think, out like, that that's section, part of why it had such a time sour taste to me. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of, you know, give him, like, either six to eight months or, like, two to three years. Yeah. And then you find out how well her book is done and right. Raph owns a different hotel somewhere. And he's, like, a functioning person. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we can't, we can't rewrite this. We can't it's rewrite not our problem. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I would never tell anyone not to watch it based on this final season. No. And I, I think in, like, a lot of ways... This happens when shows go into a season knowing, like, well in advance that it's going to be their last one, where it becomes a little bit more of a victory lap as opposed to, like, a full season of fully fleshed storytelling. I'm, like, very scared about Schitt's Creek. Yeah, for sure. Well, it reminded me so much of the last season of Parks and Rec. I mean, the last season of Parks and Rec Mm. is not really canon in my mind so much as it's the farewell tour. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone gets their rap episode, and we get, like, the last cameos from everyone, and it was just the production team getting to say goodbye to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, which I felt like it was true for this season of Jane the Virgin, too. Like, this is not, this season is not the vehicle for, like, the main bulk of the storytelling that this show does and does well. But they had to bring the plane in for landing, so, like, here we are. Here we are. A lot of mixed metaphors, but that feels right somehow. (laughs) Sure. Sure. This whole show is one big mixed metaphor, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very upset about it. I feel like what you're hearing is that we're both in the middle, but Kelsey's on, like, the mad end of the middle spectrum. And I'm on the, like, happy end of the middle spectrum, but we're both pretty lukewarm. Yeah. And I want to be clear, it's not because I'm team Michael. Yeah. No, I don't think this comes down to love triangle stuff. No. Because the team Michael, team Raph stuff died when she married Michael in my book. Yes, correct. Like, her marrying Michael was the end of the love triangle. Even though Raph stuff happens later. But... The rap, the new rap stuff was like in such a different part of her life that it doesn't count as love triangle stuff to me. Except he makes it a love triangle when he literally brings the other corner of the fucking triangle back from the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, which I mean that was like the right thing for him to do, but then he was a whiny bitch about it. So, and he also didn't need to be like come to to my apartment to see your husband. Yeah. Like, I get why they did that. They needed the to do that for factor. us. They, but why they did they even do up. it if they were just going to toy with me like this? Well, I mean, that's why. <laughs> but it wasn't worth it. They could have made it worth it in so many ways, and they just didn't. They didn't. They just didn't. It was wasted. I, I would have been fine with them being deciding they were better off as friends and actually being friends. Yeah. Yeah. Or him, like, being like, really, I'm just a brohalio now. And that's how he's involved. Yep. Like, I just don't feel like 
Was he done the dirtiest of all? Even more than us, maybe. He might have been done pretty dirty, huh? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It does seem like he could, they could have brought him back into the fold more. I guess yeah. I hadn't really thought about it. The the closure in that sense. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, yeah, he could have stayed a family friend. I mean, he hung out with Alba to learn how to speak Spanish for his wedding vows. And they're like, yeah, no, now that that you're Jason. But, like, he doesn't remember. (laughs) But he, they could have also not had that whole thing happen. The whole amnesia thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they had, like, a checklist of, like, telenovela tropes, and yes. they, they had to take care of that, too, you know? Yeah, but there's other characters on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he been through enough? <laughs> yes. Haven't we all been through enough? We all have been through more than enough. Oh. I love this fucking show. This did, it did nothing to dull my passion for the show. I'm still in this limbo where, like, I was thinking about this the night of the finale. I so badly want to do a rewatch, and I almost, like, went and immediately Mm -hmm. watched the pilot after the finale. But I know what's coming for me. I can't. I don't know if I can. I'm so scared to do it a second time. I'm so scared. I cried during the retrospective episode because they were showing clips of, (laughs) I can't talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that time we recorded an entire episode about that episode? I do. Like, we actually talked about this once. Mm-hmm. It was, it was not easy. Remember when we watched Shane the Virgin and that's how our podcast started? Oh, yeah. This is a moment. Oh, guys. Guys. It all comes full circle. <laughs> oh, my God. No, oh, boy. That was the first thing we recorded. All right. You're not allowed to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm just thinking about All it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not about crying. Just like the good times we've had. Sure. <laughs> All those good, good times. Those good, good times. <laughs> Guys, that was our first pilot Palooza. This fucking I know. show. Man. It was magical. We've all been on such a big journey. Mm-hmm. We've all changed so much as people. <laughs> and I'd like to take this moment to welcome the new listeners who found us because of our Shit's Creek episode. <laughs> hey, because of you guys, we made it to number 43 on the TV review charts in the United States. <laughs> this little podcast, because of you, new listeners. <laughs> I'm so sorry for everything. (laughs) Oh, man. That's good shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. If listeners new and old would like to contact us about this episode or any other episode, where can they find us? You can find us on the internet at HeyWatchWithUs. That's our Twitter handle. You can find our email, hatewatchwithus at gmail.com, and we have a website, hatewatchwithus.com. That's the internet for you. Um, yeah. You want to tell us about the Thought Bubble Audio Network? Yes, but first I want to ask 
our good, good listener friends. Ooh. If they like this, and if they want to give us a five-star review, and if they want to tell us on a scale of... An emoji scale, really. Ooh. How they feel about Jane the Virgin, they should do that in that review. Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited so, to see your emojis. Choose your own emoji adventure. You know what emoji I think I would choose? What? The rocket emoji. The what? The rocket emoji. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I would choose. I'm not in a good place to pick an emoji right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Maybe no. the upside down smiley face emoji. I was thinking that one. <laughs> I feel like that's where you're I at. I overuse that emoji. <laughs> you're like, it's fine? It's Fuck fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Yeah, leave an but emoji yeah. review for Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Um, we are members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network, and you should definitely check out their one of their flagship shows, Beer with Geeks, who is celebrating their five-year podcast anniversary. Happy podcast oh. birthday! Yeah, good job, Frank and Tim. Really going for it. Nailed it. Um, yeah, so check out Beer with Geeks, check out Academy Rewind, Supergirl TV Talk, Loud Women, and all of their other great shows. You can check them out at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, ThoughtBubbleFM on Twitter, and wherever you get podcasts. Yeah. We're all in all the podcast places. Just find us. You're listening to a podcast right now. That was a very max fun thing to say, <laughs> and I resent it. Uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing triggers me like max fun. Christ. One of these days, I don't know how, but it's going to turn into some weird podcast vendetta, and that's I'm fine. pretty sure that's what's going to end our career somehow. That's fine. <laughs> That's the Come whole Max willing fun. to die. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they have more lawyers than we do, okay? I can say the name of their brand. It's fine. <laughs> I'm certainly not gonna infringe on their IP because it's stupid. <laughs> oh lordy. Oh yeah. no. Alright. Okay. I think that's our cue. Yeah. Okay. So um we'll we'll have an episode next week probably um but either way stay subscribed because sometimes we have content yeah yeah thanks for listening we'll see you next time bye Uh, bye i'm starting the timer do it i'm gonna take a nap while it's going okay okay good night bye